Welcome uh, to Hive Scum Podcast, the grim and gritty podcast for the 28 community. I'll be your host today, Gage, at No Clear Coat. To my left is another host. I'm Steve, at South of Heaven. Diagonally across from him is another host. I'm Phil. You have Instagram again. You have to say your name. <laughs> I'll, I'll delete it by the end of the day. Okay. Delete it? Bl- delete blood, it? Blood transfusion. Just delete it from my phone. Uh, well, <laughs> if you delete it from your phone, they can still find you and look at it. Yeah, but they're not going to... They can, they're going to look at five pictures Sometimes that Sometimes that's what they want. That's what they want. They want to look at a picture of me at a wedding. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's... Anyway, anyway, we're being rude to our other host. Yeah. Who do you think it is, listeners? I was like, I know who it is. <laughs> I let them in this morning. We're going to make them think for a second. Yeah, think. Think. Who yeah. could it be? Yeah, write it in the comments below. Make sure you like and subscribe. Yeah. Hit the little bell. There's a oh. bell? I don't know. I made all oh, that okay. shit up. But we are joined by Tyler is all right at painting. Hello. Um, <laughs> Dr. Piss. <laughs> I'm uh, Tyler at Tyler's right at painting. That's all you got to net. Dot net at RuneScape at 3. RuneScape 3. RuneScape 3 is bad. Dot, what is it? So I know dot com stands for dot commerce. So it's technically for businesses. Dot org is for organizations. Yes, I know that's what it stands for, but it's for. <laughs> like how that you whispered that to it, him? It, it, I think dot org, <laughs> it specifically has to be like a non, a non like profit entity. Not see dot got. No? No. All right. Well, I mean, I think maybe it just doesn't matter. I think originally that was the intention. What is dot net? Network. It's just the internet. Yeah. Internet. But I'm saying those those suffixes, whatever you want to call them, dot com, dot net. Yeah, they all stood for something. Yeah. Remember when they were trying to... Do, they had an intention. They were making it so porn sites had to be dot XXX. <laughs> that's uh, so cool. That should have... Yeah, that stinks. Why isn't it like that? I think it is. I, I don't think they, I, I listen, don't, I've I don't been think to, they have to be. I've been to a lot of porn sites, <laughs> and none, not a single one ended with dot XXX. I know there was also one... I forgot where it was... Um we should just probably look it up, but uh, like gaming websites would do .gg when it opened up like t- under ten years ago. Okay, but I think it's like like a small island, very far away from here or Granada. something. Granada. Yeah, I, <laughs> I do don't like know. the I do like the country code code ones. Yeah. Anyway, I had a thought, <laughs> and now it's just gone. But that's cool. Tyler, welcome. Hi. Hey, thanks so much. Uh, one of the founding members of the New England War Council with us. Here I am. Here you are <laughs> in He's the flesh. Here. Um, how did you how did you become a member? Where did you come um, from? How did we meet you? My friend Mike ah, at Gun Official Hobby posted a little shirt that Gage was making or having made, and I was like, "That's pretty fucking cool." Sent Gage a mes- message. This is like a year and a half ago, right? Something like that. Yes. Um, sent a message. And I was like, "This guy seems kind of cool." Oh, he's also straight edge. Oh, he's actually like not a hobby freak. And then, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> yeah, so I started following you. Saw Nemo shit for last year. I was like, God, there's more freaks, and they're all, they live within an hour of me. <laughs> um, yeah, and just kind of snowballed from there. That was it. You came to Nemo. You made everyone at gunpoint buy your little uh, dead guys. Dude, I did. I made fourteen thousand yeah. dollars <laughs> off of my uh, casualties. He donated part of the profits to us getting our own dead yeah. guys to give away. Yeah, there you go. $13,000 worth. So. What, yeah. do you, what do you do with dead guys? You make fucking Everything. dead guy tokens. I use them as No, I know, like I know. I was trying to, I don't know, I was trying to be clever. Oh. Well, <laughs> it went over your head. <laughs> dead guy the band? No. Definitely, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> um, and yeah, now here yeah, you are. On a, a clean year, on ever since. <laughs> a year, <laughs> in some change later. Um, 
what, what do we got going on? What have you been up to, Phil? What have I been up to? Yeah. So I fucking finally finished everything for the uh, the the Path to Glory campaign. Good man. Yeah, everything is uh you know all of the the rules are are committed to paper. All the the mission cards are done. We want to get them printed out and laminated just to have them at the space, but. Uh, all that stuff is done, and the uh, the the campaign is has kicked off yesterday. And uh, now, I have five individual uh, painted beast men left that I need to finish the basing on, and then I can fucking finally move on to something else. You can finish those gores for the campaign. Yeah, I can. I can. I, I can paint. I can. Yeah. Excuse me. Go brush to model again. Because your army's getting there. The force you had, half of it was painted. Most, yeah, yeah, at least half of it. You had two heroes and most of your gores, and then that's it. Yeah, and you had a whole <laughs> unit of ungores and uh, what's the what's the big? No, you know what? Half half of the ungores were painted. Half of the gores were painted. The two characters were painted, uh, and there's a base coat on the Cygore. Cygore is pretty cool. Yeah, Beautiful. I love it. It's one of my favorite models. It's, it's one of cool my favorite one. things to play too. Steve, what have you been working on? Um, what have I been doing? Healing. No. Yeah. That's boring. I haven't. He's doing a bad job. At his doctor is mad at him. His doctor, doctor yelled at him because he wasn't wearing his robotic leg. Uh, I painted. I painted my 750 points for the the campaign. campaign. Oh yeah. It's fully yeah, you're painted. Doing, you're doing something <laughs> at the zero hour yesterday, and it fucking looked so good. Just Thank the you. last touches of the. The red wash on some of the uh, the ogres, and then the um, the little like silver highlight on the armor, fucking beautiful. Thank you. It's a uh, it's a process, you know. The the washes, yeah. it's just all the. Recesses, you've gone you've so. gone back and forth on. I still hate the them. ogres. Really, I, <laughs> I think they're them. awesome. I think they're sick. Well, I hate their bases. The bases, I think. But you, you know, you never want your bases to take away from the model. So I guess it's doing that job. Right. I feel like that's almost like intentional on mine. Yeah, I have very colorful bases and very very muted models. You can always find them. You'll never lose your models that's on true. the table. Faces and bases. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to pick up some more basing material to finish the gum. No, you don't. There's yes, do. so much at the studio. We have I need the specific <laughs> gold flocking that went on my Mordheim board. We I have need it for two that. full totes of basing. You material. don't have that color. <laughs> I know you don't because I looked far and wide for it. It's a specific right, tin. Later today, when we get to the studio, I'm throwing everything the fuck Thank out. Thank you. All right. <laughs> We're going dumpster mode again. <laughs> um, yeah, so I painted some ogres, and then I have to paint more, so it's not actually done. Um, I built some Bretonian knights for no reason at all the other day. Nice. And that's, that's yeah. kind of been it. Yeah, that's really kind of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of been working on just like the 40 fucking thousand guys I have to make for my 750 points. Have you? Yeah, oh, yeah, I don't I think you have. Yeah, well, you know, I was a little you, busy with been, my boiler exploding, uh, <laughs> having to redo everything in my no, kitchen because of it. No. Uh, you it know. might have been after you left yesterday, but he has a ton of stuff built. I have like you 20 guys already built. built. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. made it seem like you last night no. when I said, you guys just like when bullied, I bullied you. <laughs> you said one of forty nine or something like that, and I yeah. was like, motherfucker, no, get I to posted work. one guy. Well, oh. how, how many individual models are in the seven hundred fifty point? I think it's it's thirty eight. Oh, that's a lot. I know. Yeah. And th- which is why I was talking to you. I might just change it to the it's, cannon. It's so crazy seeing what 750 points looks like across different factions. Five giants. Four yeah, units of yeah. 750 points is five of the smaller giants, which right. is, still seems like a lot. That's more units than I have in my army. Yeah. 
And when Tyler joins, it's going to be 800 zombies. 750 <laughs> points, yeah. Dude, Play I can't zombie wait. heavy. Can no. you out, well, because out if, zombie Terry? No. Uh, no Terry has like 120, oh, probably like 140. I already have 120. Or, or he already I'm had them, the all right? Same. All right, Terry? He already um, had 120 builds. And skeletons, Terry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, skeletons go, go off skeletons. <laughs> so Terry is the zombie guy. You got to mix it up a little yeah. bit. Oh, no, for sure. That's, Army that's of Darkness when I teach you, I teach you to play. There's a That's one of the most like flexible armies you can play. Yeah, is, so there's just like a million different ways you can... You could do an all monster, all zombie dragons list. I'd rather die. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool. I, I literally you. gave away my zombie dragon, so I didn't. Yeah, it's sitting. It's sitting yeah, on the desk. Yeah. Um, that motherfucker better get started because it eyeballs me every time. I'm there. <laughs> it's a little too scary. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I'm glad we glossed over what we've been working on because Tyler, what you do is way cooler than anything we do, hobby wise. Uh, in real life, I think, in real life. I think okay. you're pretty. I think you're pretty cool. Well, I think what have you been? Cool. What have you been doing hobby wise? Now? Yeah, let's talk hobby about that wise, first. Um, after Nemo, um, RIP. Um, no, after Nemo, I started. F- I don't know, like seventeen projects that next week. I painted like I tried to paint every model that my friends either made or cast and gave to me that weekend. I think that was sick. Because um, I was like, I need to get these done because they're one. They're cool one off things. They're, they're going to sit on a shelf. Yeah, and, or I'm just going to forget about them, and Cole's going to be like, hey, remember I gave you that cool free miniature for free? Yeah. Like a nice <laughs> he's friend. Me, he's given me two at this point. I have not oh, painted Yeah, everything, <laughs> everything anyone has ever given to me, I don't think I've ever oh, I had to. painted. It's, it's a lot of pressure. Um, yeah, I just get in these spurts where I like, I'll start like 10 projects and then finish two of them, and then I'll start 10 more and then finish two of the old ones. So like everyone else. Um, I was saying in the Patreon episode, you you have the same mindset like Steve, where yeah. you just sit down and you fucking fly through. I go through. so hard. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I've gotten to a point where I can paint pretty fast and have things look okay. Um, you blasted through uh, an entire Middle Earth strategy battle game, Battle Companies, Warband, like <laughs> like a night before. <laughs> three hours. Just, yeah, just so yeah. we could play the next day. I think the hard part about it is getting to the seat to sit down and paint. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not for you, but for me. Oh no! I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, distracted by a million other tasks and feeling like I'm, uh, uh, like shirking any like responsibilities yeah. that I have. Yep. Sit down at my desk; it's filled with like I'm not oh, allowed to have fun. This. Oh yeah. Oh well, there's stuff on the floor now. I have to clean that. Oh, okay, now I can paint. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially for me, like I so uh, now that I own a house and I work from home, I'm constantly walking past projects for work I need to finish and house things that I'm like I should really do that. Um, yeah, so these through. toys look cool. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. like, when I got some zombies. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but I mean, really, I, I've been painting a lot of uh, NPCs for Paul's uh, Wild West game. Yep. Hell yeah. Um, which I'm Dead so by stoked lead. about. Yeah, I got some cowboys. I'm ready to rock. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, it's awesome. Because you're, you're joining us for a WCon this year, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. He's in the ride. Hell yeah. We got to find a van. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about that. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll figure that one out off mic. Um. But yeah, so I mean, you're you're in it then. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm super fucking. Are you, pumped. Wait, you're signed up to? Are you just doing NPCs? I'm just helping, or him. You, oh, I'm just okay. helping him. We were talking about it, and I kind of like bullied. I was like, oh, I've got models that I want to paint for this, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, but basically, I was like, yeah, man, I've got like thirty NPCs. And Paul was probably just like, yeah, sure, yeah. okay. He's like, man. he's like, yeah, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, cool. Of course. <laughs> do you have any interest in the old west in general? Uh, yeah, I do. I yeah. used to I used to read about it more. I haven't for a while, but. It's cool. It's like you know, tangentially related to my yeah. Main yeah. So for those those who who do not know Tyler, Tyler is a historian. Uh, yeah, I'm a, so I'm a. I d- describe myself as a textile historian, specifically a mid nineteenth century textile historian. You have a cool title though, right? What 
for your for your organ you're part of an organization. Oh, okay, yeah, that's not my real life though. Plug it. Okay, that's that's plug a plug it. No, oh, he doesn't have to plug it. No, that's it, fine. It's, it's fine. not a title. He said it's nonprofit, so it's not a. Uh, it's still a title. Yeah. I mean, I'm still have a cool title. Okay. So just to clear this up, um, <laughs> so in real life, I reproduce clothing for museums and like movies and stuff, and I do like historical advising and wardrobe for film and TV sometimes. Um, so that's my main shtick. Uh, secondarily, I run um, the president. So there's a, there's a bunch of us that obviously like organize and run this stuff, but. Um, I'm the president of you the largest. Run shit. I fucking run the largest, <laughs> <laughs> most historically accurate uh, Civil War living history group uh, in the U.S. Um, and we uh, we don't do battle reenactments. We just do uh, like living histories at national park sites or private, you know, um, like, you know, state parks or private areas like that. Uh, for uh, primarily for uh, spectators to come out and watch um, us do like uh, battalion drills. So we'll portray like a regiment. To the man, like with all the wagons, all the horses, everything, portray an artillery battery, like to the man, with all this stuff, like the you know mobile battery forge, for example. Right. So two so. two questions just popped in my head: How many men are in a battalion? Mm-hmm. Just a, I'm sure that's a variable answer. Yeah, it, it yeah. actually is. That's um, so uh, how armies were organized back then. Were uh, you'd start with like a platoon, then there are two platoons in a company. There's ten companies in a regiment. How many per platoon? Is that like 10 um, guys? No, platoons were generally, well, on paper, 50 men. So a company would be 50 men. Whoa. Um, and then there's 10 companies in a regiment. Now, a battalion is um, anything smaller there than a regiment. 500 so in like, a regiment? Uh, no, 1,000 a, a in a regiment. 1,000 um, On paper, yeah. Okay. So like when, let's just say like a local like Connecticut regiment would have recruited, yep. they would on paper have 1,000 men, sometimes over, sometimes under. And then, you know, once they start getting camped, people would start... Leaving dying. through attrition, dying through diseases, yeah. fleeing. Yeah, most combat <laughs> regiments, like mid Civil War, had like three hundred men. Um, That's really under under. Uh, oh yeah, most <laughs> a different crazy, number than a thousand. Crazy <laughs> like people going AWOL too, because then it was there oh, yeah. was a lot of um, uh, like conscription. There was like a draft yep. in the yep. in the Civil Drafts War, yeah. stuff, draft rights, all the conscriptions. You and, can't uh, even find me. How you, you could make very me fight? <laughs> yeah, you literally you could very easily. I could join a regiment here in Chicopee area. Uh, get my cool bounty of like two hundred dollars or whatever, three hundred dollars. They just well, they pay to, you ahead of time. Yeah, they go to New York State, do the same thing. Go down to New Jersey, do the same thing. Just make out like a bandit and then never <laughs> and then never again. fight. Yeah, and then that's move, so cool. Yeah, then move to like Massachusetts and be like, you know, I've always been here. Yeah, <laughs> I always wonder grow, how, what grow a mustache. From doing that. <laughs> I think they did all the time. No, nothing stopped yeah, them. No, nothing stopped them. There was dirt no, bags back then. Django too. wasn't gonna go find them <laughs> yeah, or something. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's I don't know. That's uh. That's my other hobby that is all consuming. Hobby slash profession, yeah. 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 Well, uh, it's fucking the, cool. The other yeah, qu- it's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most, I mean, we all have fucking busy town jobs. You yeah. know how it is. Uh, the other question is maybe not as ex- uh, interesting a question, but like, how do you, where do you like advertise things like that? Like, where do you, how do you like find an audience for like events and stuff? To see us? Yeah. Um, so with the national parks, it's, I mean, so we the national parks probably you probably yeah, get like, like that advertising government money. There. They're they're the ones that are um, we're doing the, the advertising. Yeah, and like so, right? and we'll be on the schedules and stuff. And like we our events take like two years to plan, so we'll be <laughs> planning and advertising for you know for forever um, until we're actually there doing it. And quickly, how long is an event? A, generally? Week, a weekend. So we'll get there. two years to plan a weekend. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Damn. Sometimes like a year, depending on the event. But like I thought, Nemo was fucked up. <laughs> no, nah, I mean it gets so silly, but it's because we're we're lunatics. So like yeah. Kind of as this, and community, you're living there. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> um, so as 
our mini community is to like the broader wargaming world. So, yeah. like, you know, there's it's very small comparatively. And like the people who are like really into kit bashing and like playing for fun and just like getting together and just being like freaks, like Nemo, for example. Yeah, right. right. So small compared to like the world of wargaming. Yeah, wargaming. 40K yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Um, so we're the same as that really where like in the greater living history slash reenacting world, there's, you know, a million Bobos who run around and do whatever that we're not necessarily a part of. Bobos. Yeah, Bobos. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, there's like the 300 of us and and some other groups too that are like sister units that um, really stick to like freak level shit of like, you know, making sure like the warp and weft of our cloth is being woven correctly and dyed correctly. I don't even know what the fuck you just and said. Then, <laughs> and then, uh, which is like, you know, that's leaks into my normal job too where it's like, if I'm reproducing a garment for a museum or for a TV show, I want it to be as perfect as possible. So, you know, going and seeing the original and like what kind of thread they use for the button versus like what does the back of the buttons look like? Who's manufacturing the buttons? If I can find originals, I'll use those. So anyway, so it's kind of the same world. Um, you know, it's, it's a very small. It's like a subsect of a subsect of a, right, right. a subculture. Because a normal, no, normal air quotes person would go, I'm going to... S- like the gambeson thing we talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to make a gambeson for my Renaissance armor, but I I need the sheep fur from Ireland from this specific sheep right, that right. would yeah. fill that gambeson, not just sheep from X county yeah, in yeah. America. Yeah, yeah. You fucking you, the psychos. most the most <laughs> yeah the most accurately sourced raw materials. Yeah, it's very cool. It's a uh, it's I got a bad brain, <laughs> and it. Uh, it, I cannot do things half-ass when it comes to that kind of stuff. Which is, you know. I think, I think that goes to show just how important that is, though. I mean, in the Patreon episode, we, you were talking about how like the revisionist history of just uh, reenactments at large is like such a bad thing, and reenactment as a term is such a bad thing. Yeah. But I just, think, yeah, it's on. Just to, for some context, I've, uh, in my opinion, specifically Civil War reenacting has done more to harm historical memory than most other um, aspects of you know, parts of historical memory. Really. Right, right. More than Hollywood? Uh, yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I'd rather watch... I mean, well, reenactments probably inform Hollywood. A lot. Well, yeah. we used to use... Like, they used to use a lot of, like, reenactors as, like, BG, like, background extras and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, not so much anymore. But, uh, like, movies like Glory, for example, I'll, like... I'll die on the hill that, like, Glory is, like, the best depiction of, like, the Civil War. Mostly because... It uh, deals with concepts of, like, I don't know, race and enslaved people that, like, 99% of other Civil War movies don't ever even touch on. Right, or it's, right. like, a whack-ass, like, you know, the only, like, black character is, like, a guy who's, like, a quote-unquote happy slave, you know, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, this is the Morgan Freeman movie. Yeah, yeah. I Morgan, still have not seen it, but dude, I heard it's really good. It's, it is so fucking sick. Like, and costume-wise, you know, um, it's, like, uh, 80, oh, God, 88, I think they filmed it or something like that. Um, costumes aren't like, oh yeah, costumes aren't like phenomenal in it, but like it's got an aesthetic there that is just so good. Actors are great. Story's great, whatever. The reason why I point that out is that like Hollywood does a lot of bullshit when it comes to history and stuff like that. But reenacting in general, I think is just like, cause when you think of like the civil war, what do you think about? It's like goofy old guys with like, (laughs) goofy (laughs) old guys with like, you know, white beards. Yeah. You know, like Santa Claus guys. Whereas in reality they were you know seventeen like, year old yeah, kids yeah 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 you know, so and also from uh, from my perspective as someone who is just so very not in tune with any of this 
uh, I'm not going to Hollywood to get an informed exactly. thing. And if someone says, hey, you want to go to a reenactment? I'm going to go, okay, that guy knows more than me. Yeah, so yeah. he's telling me the truth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he Dude, probably something doesn't. something to be said like in society of just like trusting that someone knows more than you. Just like just yeah. if someone yeah. is speaking with yeah. like confidence and authority, just assuming that they know more when like most of the time no one knows anything about yeah. what they're talking right. about. Right. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know anything. All, <laughs> every, every, every fill fact is made up. <laughs> um, Jerry, edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> quick, quick, quick. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, for all you listeners out there, if you go to reenactment, you know, just don't, don't, uh, don't, don't talk to them. Don't just don't go to don't reenactment. Just watch. Don't, yeah, just don't go to reenactments. <laughs> Read books instead. That's a thing. Or like, you know, go to reenactment that's well researched and thought out, but it's not going to be. So right, right. I love a book. <laughs> yeah. Um. Dang. So that was that was heavy. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm bringing <laughs> the hard we, shit you know, today. Shit. Do we? Uh, are, are we ready to jump in the main topic? Yes. We can jump in the main yeah. topic. So if you want. I, yeah. Well, I got a lot of things to say about it. Oh, okay. So oh, yeah. this, this is, is a heavy that, like, fucking episode, I guess. Shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, so this was like a topic that like was suggested like a few different times, a few different ways. And just like a general question that's like asked anytime like we, we put the uh, the call out for, uh, for like questions, questions, yeah. questions from the hive. Um, and the question is just like, in general, science fiction or fantasy? Whether I don't know if they're necessarily asking... Versus. Preference, yeah, or or what? Uh, I don't think it's necessarily interesting to uh, say what we prefer and and why. Although I'm, I'm sure we will. But one of the things I want to do is uh, ca- categorize these things in an intellectual way. And that's so, why we brought a historian. That's on, why so. I brought a historian. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to help. No, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I not only do I think it it's helpful to because i think those are things that like the lines get crossed a lot science fiction fantasy so i think having a good definition of them will kind of help people form their own opinions better of why they might like one thing more than the other so here's where we'll start the conversation we're going to start at the very the so we're going to think of it as like a a tree at the at the the trunk of the tree is speculative fiction that's just what we're going to call everything that isn't uh Set in fucking uh, Chicopee, Massachusetts, in two thousand four. Uh, you know, any anything that has any sort of um, any, anything that is uh, what you might think of as like genre fiction. You know, something that's not out of the the ordinary. Something okay. that's you know maybe has technology that doesn't exist. Has some sort of supernatural element to it. You know, so thing, it could be based things, in reality, but also has an air of fiction to it. An air of well, fiction is anything that didn't happen. Yeah. But, so, uh, fiction doesn't necessarily have to be fantasy or sci-fi. Fiction could be a story that I made up about uh, how I used to work at the mobile station in Chicopee, Massachusetts. Why are we referencing Chicopee so much? <laughs> well, because we're in Chicopee. Be, no, we're not. Oh, we're in West Springfield right now. All right. We're not in West Springfield either. We're in Westfield. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Anyways. I was like, damn, Phil's on a Chickabee yeah. grind in right Chickabee, now. there is no law. It's so true. There's no law here. I'm the sheriff. <laughs> um, That's my favorite fiction. And so that Phil the sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeehaw. (laughs) Um, So, speculative fiction is anywhere we're imagining a world that doesn't exist. Okay. Okay? 
So it's existing somewhere that isn't um, uh, Westfield or Chicopee or West yep. Springfield even. I gotcha. A place that exists or, or is it a version of it that doesn't exist? Like a version of Chicopee where there's leprechauns. <laughs> you know what I mean? So this, okay. so, so this is in the broadest sense, we're talking about speculative fiction. And so typically speculative fiction most times is divided into science fiction and fantasy. And the way that I'm going to define those or define those two, um, so is like, I think that a lot of the times there isn't a there's really no distinction between soft sci-fi and fantasy. It is something where you have uh, elements of the supernatural that are not given uh, necessarily a explanation that's grounded in reality. Whereas science fiction, the way that I think of it and understand it. You are, uh, you have scientific explanations that are grounded in real, um, you know, science ways yeah. that we understand the world, like things like Star Trek, where like the general, you know, obviously that technology doesn't exist. It's loose, but you but can it's, see it. It's based on you know what we understand of science, whereas something like Star Wars is is fantasy. It takes place in the future, but there's really no scientific explanation of what's going on. You know what I mean? I don't know about that. I would, I would almost think, argue that. You would argue that? All right, so we'll say it's, it's more soft sci-fi. So when I think of science fiction, I'm thinking of... I'm trying to think. Shit like... Um, Give us a movie reference. What's that? Interstellar. Okay. Okay? That's science fiction, too. That's science fiction. It's grounded in reality... It's technology that doesn't exist. It's yeah. you know planets and, and star systems that, as far as we know, don't exist or don't exist in the way that they're portrayed in the movie. But everything is based in you know science that we know. There's nothing supernatural happening. Gotcha. So that to me is is what science fiction is. I would almost argue that, but that's you would okay. argue that okay. well, only because the ending pose, of that movie. Pose your, well, I don't even remember the ending of that. <laughs> <laughs> You saw where, where I was going. Yeah, with that. yeah. Okay. The the massive fantasy plot that yeah. happens in the middle of it. <laughs> Been a long time since I've seen. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh I love that. Uh, what am I forgetting? The the part where he goes into. Well, hold like, on, we're gonna spoil it for yes. anyone that hasn't spoiler seen it. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! You spoiler should alert. go see the movie. <laughs> I cried. It's like a forty year old movie. It's what? I'm joking, but go ahead. <laughs> The the part where Matthew McConaughey goes into like a what is it like a wormhole? Almost? It's a, a wormhole where he's looking at himself, where he's telling himself to not go where the fucking like timeline splits. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And, and he's, he's like, like knocking on this like fucking mirror of reality, and he knocks the book off the shelf. Yep, yeah, yeah. And then he's like like in the earlier parts of the film, this is all happening. You're like, that's weird. What's going on? To be fair, to Phil's point, th- I feel like there's such a gray area of. Where and it's subjective, obviously. Yeah. Where right, do so we think let's, what would happen? Let's, let's kind of pivot the conversation. Uh, how, let's each of us. How do you define the difference between science fiction and fantasy? Is it just one is uh, post-industrial and one is pre-industrial? No, because like, I think the line crosses over a lot of time in a lot of yeah media. Like, and I think it's very cool how it does that. But yeah, so science fiction to me, I guess, would be it. It falls into kind of the same category of. It's there is a realistic explanation to how we got to these points, yeah. Like or technology, like uh, 
like Fifth Element. That's like science fiction yep. to me. Two yep. AT. There you go. Even uh, sh- uh, not Shadowrun. Freaking uh, Blade Runner. Oh, yeah. Like Blade so. Runner. Like yep. that's all. That is science fiction to a T. Yeah. So that for me, that's where that like hard line is. I guess of in yeah, comparison it, to what for fantasy. Uh. Well, fantasy, I think, also would has you, a broad spectrum of like low fantasy and high fantasy. Like, oh yeah, the, of course. Would you would you consider forty k a mix, or would you consider it sci fi, or what would you? I would definitely consider forty k more of a sci fi specific. Yeah, but because it's rooted in a specific, like because we can like track it back to like where kinda, we are now. Okay. Kind of, yeah. I don't know exactly why, but yeah. I mean, I definitely. I, mean, I agree. I just. Yeah, never, I don't I've see the fantasy aspect. I don't yeah. see the fantasy aspect to it, but that's probably because it was written in such a way that we have a fantasy line and we have a yeah, science yeah. fiction line. Yeah, yeah, an intentional. I know. think for me, for sure, that is that is the line where I, if someone says fantasy, no matter what, I'm thinking medieval village with yep. maybe a wizard, uh-huh. some, maybe yeah. an like elf. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like no matter what, if someone says, "Oh, Star Wars is my favorite fantasy movie," I'm like, "You're wrong," <laughs> yeah. but I. It's it's just because of the terminology. Yeah. It's not yeah. it's not like they are wrong. It's just well, I think it's also kind of a, a it's all opinion anyway. Yeah, I mean that's yeah yeah. Well, that's why ha- we have a you, podcast. You, <laughs> have, you, you have to have an opinion if there's yeah. a, if there's a lot of gray area, everyone is going to draw the line somewhere else. Yeah. Right. So so if you say science fiction, my mind goes Fifth Element, Cyberpunk, Blade Runner, like that universe. Yeah. If you say fantasy, it goes. Lord of the Rings, maybe even, yeah. I mean, Lord of the Rings is kind of the first yeah. thing that just pops into yeah, my head. I think thing. a fucking a, a wizard so with is some there, dwarves. Is there anything that you think of that toes the line? Yes, off the top of your head, one hundred percent. Heavy metals finale scene with Tarna in that like weird apocalyptic setting, but she's an ancient warrior with a sick sword. Just and, heavy like, metal in general. Yeah, yeah. But that specific setting, or like. Uh, yeah, pretty, that that's like the major one for me. Okay, what what say you? What do you want to contribute? Uh, I would say, given that Evan and I have been planning so much of our Adepticon scenario, uh, we've been kind of focusing oh, that's on right. That. You all want to toe the line with your scenario. We're kind we're of. really on that line. Some um, shit. He yeah, he really wanted to push Nausicaa, and that oh, like sick. it's so symbolic too of like kind of our friendship. In, in a way where he was like, you got to watch this movie. It's my favorite. It's my favorite manga. And Have I was you like, never seen Nausicaa? I never saw it until eight months ago. Dude. And I was like, Evan, this is the greatest it's thing so ever. It's fucking awesome. Right. It's Haley's, I think, favorite movie. It's it's perfect, but it's in the same way where it's like a post-apocalyptic event kind of makes the world fantasy again, yep. even though it was like science fiction. In, in I know we literally just discussed the terms, and I'm defaulting back to the bad way of explaining <laughs> it, but that that is how I picture it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, well, it. I think you even talked about it last night in uh, the Path to Glory, because one of the one about? of the games was using 40k terrain in the the. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like blurs. right, and you're like, well, the world like has happened. It blew up. Something happened, and yeah. now you're in a fantasy world where technology is old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now we're back at bows and arrows and shit. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. So Te- I mean, that's technological like, regression, right? Yeah. So. That's kind of, I wouldn't say that's like the line, but I don't know. Dude, airships with giant Beetleborg monsters yeah, and like guns, it's, it's fucking cool. Like even Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Beetleborg. Like, yes. treads that line very yeah. well. And it's Final Fantasy cool. in general as a series always yeah. has. Yeah. What, what say you, Tyler? 
Um, I, was, I was actually, I'm, you're blowing my mind with your explanation of this, just because I've never, I've always, like others said, like, you know, sci-fi is space and explosions and spaceships and ray guns and you yep. know, fantasy is like, the scene I think about is like, in Lord of the Rings, in the movies at least, uh, like orcs and whatnot, like scouring, you know, yeah. the Westfold. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of Studio Ghibli stuff in this new, you know, enlightened period of my life now, I'm thinking <laughs> it's, it kind of does fit that that uh, that middle ground a lot. Yeah. Um, not as super into uh, Ghibli stuff, so we watch try to watch a lot of it. Uh, but yeah, just think about like you said, airships and all that. I, I mean, I've got nothing to contrib- contribute, obviously. Where so? Um, where does your mind go if I say fantasy? Just I know you said the orcs. And yeah, stuff. Lord of the Rings. Um, I don't think about like guns. Don't aren't part of fantasy in my world. Yeah. Um, but same with like. I mean, I'm very much like maybe there shouldn't be pistols in D and D kind of guy. Oh yeah, same. Ooh, um, because ooh. I'm down. Don't get That's really a take. into this. Um, in my mind, like, it, at least like when I DM. D and D is always like early medieval, you know. So like, you know, if if there's gunpowder, it's like a cool Saruman bomb. Yeah. Um, but that's a little tangent in of itself. But yeah. yeah. And so where does sci-fi go for you? Um, oh, always future for me, and or like futuristic elements, things that I can't comprehend and or like aren't tangible right now. If that makes sense. You have a specific yeah. series that jumps to mind when you think. Uh, let's see. Um, Terminator, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like that's like because that was probably my first, um, was my first like big exposure to it. I saw Terminator way too young. Uh, I feel like a lot of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was one. That was the thing where I was just like, "Holy shit, this is awesome!" Um, so that that's the big sci- or sci-fi thing to me. And the 40k, obviously. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of it too, though. I mean, for when we, and Evan and I were sending out the prompt for the Adepticon, like how to make your warband for it. Um, I was just calling, I didn't know what to say. And, and it wasn't even planned that we we're going to do this episode, but it was like science fantasy is what I was telling people. Yeah. And that generally got I the, think, the term I think across that, to people. I, yeah, I think that's a good way to um, get across what you're trying to, right. yeah. I think a good, a good prompt for getting people to, in the headspace of like, I want you to think like what I'm thinking because I'm running the setting, Yeah, is you give them Things to listen to when thinking about this. Things right. to watch or right. visual representation. We, we did an inspiration list oh, okay, solely cool. for that. Yeah, just so people could know. Yeah, and Nausicaa was number one. Sick. I'm going to make a warband now, even though I probably won't get to play in it, but I'm going to make one. I'll guest list you. All right. <laughs> straight up. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Don't worry. I won't guest list you for more time because right, I know fine. how you feel. I also won't be there for that day, but yeah. <laughs> me either. I'm going to set it up and then leave. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so for me then, I would say preference wise, what it comes down to is I want to be in a setting that is pre-industrial. So like you were just saying, no black powder. I'm thinking, uh, not just early medieval, but maybe even bronze age. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I like that sort of level of technology, like low agriculture, um, uh, where like mysticism is like a very like it like it's key to people's lives. It toes you know the I mean? line of magic almost. Well, no, I mean it is it is Matt. Well, so 
you have to think of things in like historical terms where people didn't have understandings of the world that were their sort of their belief systems were they were part of yeah the, they're yeah. part of how they interpret the world so, i got you something know on this for sure yeah 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 go ahead so like uh robert eggers movies the witch the lighthouse the northman the northman the yep. northman is oh, thanks the northman is uh the quintessential um thing that i think you're describing right now. like in my yeah. head uh because not only once again those are by the way guys the most historically accurate movies I've ever That's seen. That's what in my I life. always hear is that Robert Eggers um, is he's his a stuff freak. Is the best. Like, That's that newer Viking movie, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I Dude, didn't finish it, but it looked sick. I'm not I won't talk about it too much. It's it's insane. But yeah. like you I can. love from the You can talk about it as much yeah, as I don't you care. Want. About That's why you're on the podcast. Um Okay, so just yeah, okay, real quick. That movie <laughs> doesn't have to be quick. Aesthetically, <laughs> aesthetically, that movie is fucking insane. Like the amount of research that went into different parts of it, it's not perfect, obviously, but like um there's a part where the uh the berserkers are like doing their um, like ritualistic dance to like transform into wolves, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in their mind, and there's like a shaman stuff. That's all based on a brand, a bronze uh, imprint of like a shaman who's dressed like that with a berserker behind him doing like the the skank, like you know the circle. Jerks, yeah, like, yeah, 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 thing. yeah. Um, and they just kind of like conjectured how it would have sounded. But so that movie's insane. But I love how he treats history in all three movies. As you're you're viewing things through the eyes of the people and their understanding of the world, so like in the yeah, witch, the way that they would have just seen things, they would yeah. have just interpreted as magic anyway. I Whether and everything, everything in the Northmen specifically, everything every time we see like the Valkyrie or like the Dragur, I think it's how you pronounce it, um, any like really crazy stuff or like you know uh, a witch shows up, people are like under the influence of something. Like yeah. the scene before, they had either like. Drunken themselves into a stupor, done <laughs> yeah. mushrooms. Um, and then Bjork just comes out. Yeah, Bjork's like, hello, I'm going to teach you about the ways of the world. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I love that video. <laughs> the shitty. Um, I don't know, man. So that's, I mean, t- in my mind, that is it. Like, that movie's like the pinnacle of, like, that understanding of fantasy, I guess. Yeah, yeah. The the Yeah, so, like, I think I like low fantasy, but I think it is not the lack of magic that makes like low fantasy good it's the way that it's portrayed not as like a fucking wizard throwing a yes. fireball but just like the way that it's that a a magical understanding of the world is like ingrained in people's everyday lives like yeah. how how like the world of spirits and and into and you and it's taken as truth yeah that is more I like immersive that immersive rather than rather than, than having an, an explanation underst- of industrialism. Yeah, of having like a um a scientific understanding of everything that's happening in the world. Which is ironic because as as we always go back to uh the the like world building I, I like to do, I'm like if I learn something about like tectonic plates, I'm like, all right, well now I have to redo the map so that it makes sense <laughs> geologically. Yeah. I mean that that's cool. Yeah. It's not like you're like well where are the fault lines in the new age? Yeah. <laughs> I li- listen, I'm up at night thinking about that sort of shit. Because we have that big ridge of someone mountains is right good, down the Someone middle. will look at, if I put out this map, someone will look at it and they will say, no. Yeah. At least it, at least one person is going to look at it and say, this makes no well, sense. Well, keep your fucking comments to yourself. I forgot, right? I forgot what I was watching, but it was like uh, some cartographer. It might have been just like someone, that, you know how like Wired does those like, we bring in a guy mm-hmm. who's an expert yeah. on this and he talks shit on everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Some shit like that. But it was like a cartographer was just like looking at every fantasy map ever and was like, every river you've ever seen on a map is wrong. 
Oh, yeah. It will never flow this way. And people just yeah. draw fucking rivers, and it's just like, no, you're wrong. That, that will never I happen. I literally stress so much about rivers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Shouldn't they take... Like they run down towards. No, listen, not necessarily. I didn't no. retain well, they, any of the well, knowledge. Down from as in from from <laughs> like a t- not like a like an elevation level. Yeah, down, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it usually runs towards a ocean or some kind of major outlet, like kind, a lake I mean, or something. E- eventually, but like the, it's never a straight path. Like no. some rivers will make crazy like U turns, ninety degree turns. It all just has to do with like the geology, you know. We need a river, a river, river experts. Yeah, uh, yeah. T- chime in here. Yeah, I'll call, I'll call my guy. Yeah, river god. Come on, river guy. River guy. I know a river guy. Do you? <laughs> He's unemployed though. He just lives by a river. <laughs> um, <laughs> he lives in a barrel down by the river. <laughs> yeah, he's the the amphibious pig dog. I don't think that's an inside joke, and I don't think anyone that knows it will listen to this podcast. But I, I won't expound further on it. Um, okay. Hell yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, and so that um, my desire for a pre-industrial setting um, that does not exclude things like um, what's that fucking series? I uh, Game of Thrones. That is not what I was going to say. <laughs> I do like I do like the setting of A Song of Ice and Fire. Um, why am I drawing a blank? Uh, Horizon. You know, like for Forbidden. Forbidden Horizon Zero Dawn. There you I go. I did not play that. Yeah. So it is uh, in the far future, um, but everyone is living in this sort of like post, you know. It's like, like regressed. Pre- yeah, it's regressed essentially. The idea is that like um, AI has sort of created like robot organisms that sort of, you know, f- you know, fill different sort of like niches that wildlife would. That's why it's always like robots that kind of look like organic animals. Almost. Yeah, okay. organic looking. That's cool. Um, did you beat that game? The first one. I never played the second one. I did beat the first one. I got very close. I never beat it. But very hate when that happens. Yeah. Very good game. But you know, and 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 then uh, I think somewhere you know, spoiler alert for anyone who cares. But ah. uh, the uh, the premise is that like humans were sort of like or like um, maybe like clone material of humans was sort of in stasis for like thousands of years or something, and then eventually. Like some some timer went off, and then humans were start to like put back out, you know, from to ruin the world again. No, 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 to like just go and like repopulate the earth again, and they all came out, and they're all just like Stone Age, you know, they're 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 out there fighting with, uh, um, you know, bows and arrows. But like, it's, it's funny, so much of their like material, like culture that they use will just be like, they'll have like armor and stuff, but it's clearly like stuff that's made from like. Like metal that's like salvaged from like modern yeah. materials. Using like titanium I mean? plates as like loincloths. Yeah, I'm picturing yeah. a guy using like an old AK as a bow. No. <laughs> <laughs> it turns sideways. <laughs> it's like two receivers. There, there is some shit like that. Some of the bandit camps did have some crazy. Oh yeah, you would see oh, just cool. like like an so elevator me, I, would be like a throne for yeah, a guy sitting. That to on me it. is, that's cool. is that's, a is a sick. fantastic blending of the two ideas of yeah. of, of of sci-fi and fantasy. Yeah, maybe I'm gonna make some fucking. Elevator uh, thrones, yeah, some terrain inspired by that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like 40k feudal worlds. I know, like it always yeah. kind of defaults to medieval, but like I love the idea of, the, like, of a feral world. Yeah, of, of just like you know, there's a a titan that's destroyed in this world ten thousand years ago, and now people have been there for you know, let's just say like the last eight hundred years, they've kind of come to the point where they're starting to like you know build a castle farm. And, yeah, the, I think the that's farm always, is in the kneecap of yeah, this titan. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's certainly not a uh, um. There's 
a sort of like plot twist that you know a few series like over time have done where like the 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 sort of the prestige they it's revealed that like oh you're actually in the far future um, I, well, I, I, I won't, is always I, sick. I, yo, yeah, it's my favorite. What's well, the rumor that fantasy or uh, Age of Sigmar comes after 40K? Oh, yeah. I know that's, well, that's always been a, yeah, I think, fantasy, world, I don't think yeah, it's a rumor. Yeah. I think it's always just like a fan, like yeah, headcanon. Yeah. Well, there's thing always, they always like, like things they snipped in, like, they, like the lizard men. Together. Like, I know at the yeah, end times, they, they would say like Caldor Drago made an appearance in like the end times. Really? Caldor Drago, the Grey Knight. I'll let yeah. you know if I run into that when I'm reading it. Oh, if, if you finish it, he famously does. Oh, that's. So I'm, I'm not saying silly. I heard that. I know for a fact oh. he does, and I think that sucks. Well, there's like um, in uh in the I slam, think the two worlds should be separate. In the Lizardman yeah. Codex, there's like Eldar uh, Vox boxes and shit. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like oh, oh the Slan connection there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the old ones are are present in both settings. Yeah, but they're specifically like they talk about an artifact. That they've had, yeah, and yeah, it's like yeah. straight up just a Vox communicator. Yeah, that sort of thing for me, like that's a that's a cute little Easter egg for people. But as I've said before, the only thing that matters is head cannon. And yeah. in my yeah. head, if those things don't uh, intersect, they don't. Yeah, straight up. I don't. I don't give straight a shit. What, I don't give a shit what a novelization says. Yeah, like <laughs> the Age of Sigmar. <laughs> End times never happened for me, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're still going strong. Yeah. Still going strong, man. Well, you're just wrong. Nope. Nope. <laughs> we're like, we're like, she doesn't have to you be. Like Stephen and I are the fucking truthers, dude. The, um, I mean, Skyrim and Fallout do that too. There's mm-hmm. like, what is it? There's Skyrim, like, the Dweamer. Uh, those yeah. little, the dwarves yeah. that their technology yeah. is left behind. Yeah. yeah. And then the, there's like, that's um, what they're called, right? The Dweamer. Dwemer. Dwemer. And then there's Nernroot. And people are like, yeah. oh my god, confirmed. And it's like, you're losers. The same <laughs> studio made it. I mean, this what is the same thing. What is Nernroot? It's like, you make all your potions with it. But it's in both games. What game? Fallout. Fallout uh, I never Skyrim. played any Fallout games. You should. Sure. Right. Pretty cool. I, I want to go back. Dude. Science well, fiction Fallout movie? is not in a uh, pre-industrial society, so it's not interesting to me. That's fair. That's fair. I do own... I literally have... And every it, Fallout game sitting on my shelf, and I've never touched them. I'm it just is, a, a it is literally loser. an industrial society. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I understand. <laughs> the, I understand the premise yeah. of the series. Yeah. So basically, there were some nuclear. No, okay. <laughs> yeah, our uh, beloved ex-host Stone Dot Jaw loves Fallout. Big Fallout guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gage, where do your preferences lie, and my why? Preferences? Yeah. Um, I'm okay with putting the peanut butter and the chocolate with fantasy. Yeah. Uh, like, um. My D&D can have guns. I, for, for me specifically, I like the Industrial Revolution within the world. Yeah. I like characters kind of being adjacent to it or seeing it. Yeah. It's such a good, okay, yeah, we we, we worship the old gods. Like, this guy clearly is the god of thunder, and we worship him for that. And then come to find out... Uh, We've got Tesla comes, yeah, yeah. D and D character Tesla comes by, and he's just like, "No, we can make this ourselves." And then people are like, "Whoa!" And it's like the cool reveal of the world. But I mean, I also play so much. I don't with games specifically. I don't mind going low fantasy or yeah, whatever. Um, I generally love high fantasy anyway. Same with sci fi stuff. I I love batshit crazy. I yeah, mean, like t- time travel shit. is like. The coolest thing to me. Oh, every character. That, no one does it right. That, and that's the coolest part to me. Because everyone will always have some take on why it fucks things up. You know what I mean? Like, uh, K- 
Cable is my favorite character fucking ever in the Marvel Universe. Oh, yeah. You can put him anywhere. And it could just be like, whoa, like Monster of the Week type shit. Like Cable fights a bunch of knights. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Get the fucking X of Swords. That's Cable a fucking thing. fights the dinosaurs. Cable, <laughs> Cable kills himself. But like in oh the future, God. like it gets so crazy. And then you had a multiverse shit. So does Cable do anything to dinosaurs? He's got to fight a T-Rex. I know he's got to fight I don't, a T-Rex. I can't reference a, <laughs> uh, a dinosaur specifically, but there's one. The T-Rex is such an overrated dinosaur. I agree. Yeah. Get out of my face with we, that. <laughs> there's one where he's fighting uh, sharks with lasers in space. Attach the freaking heads. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It's just like Lasers. shit that is so out of this world. I'm okay with it in kind of any setting. Yeah. Um, but then again, going back to what I think Steve was saying earlier, I've been binging 10 seasons of Stargate SG-1 right now, and that is like they go as far as they can to make it as real, as like sounding as they can. So I mean, as far as like technology, yeah, yeah, yeah. like um, they had a scientist on set. <laughs> yes, yeah. This is the term you'll use, so you don't look like an idiot. Yeah. Um, so like anyone, I mean, when there's a general effort for it, yeah, I can appreciate that too. But yeah, I'm really not picky when it comes to any. Yeah. Tell me what the limits are, and then we're gonna go as far as we can to bend them, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. gonna be a good story either way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what Matt Groening does with uh, Futurama. Yeah, like all that shit in Futurama I, is based on. So like, I am a huge Futurama fan. I have never thought about the f- fucking like I know. implications <laughs> of the actual setting. <laughs> well, I know of like, what's <laughs> going on in Futurama. That's the crazy thing about it, though. Is all like, I all think the about is what is poplars based. taste like. <laughs> Yo, poplars! <laughs> I would Dude. eat that shit. Yeah. What do you think they taste like? Probably so like salty and buttery. Can you please ex- describe what a poplar is? It's like a it's like an anthropomorphic chicken nugget. We can't. But it's alive yeah. before yeah. We, can't, uh, we can't eat that. Yeah, vegans yeah. can't eat it. I gotta pay my vegan tax and yeah. tell you today that I am vegan and I can't have that. Terry, <laughs> okay. delete that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve. Anything that you want to expound on as no. far as your preferences? As my preference. Yeah, that's what we're. That's what um, we're at. No, I like a I like a nice dose of both. Yeah, like in their own lanes. You don't like them to cross over too much? I don't generally like the crossover. Yeah, there same. is, t- It has to be a very specific setting, and it has to have like purpose for me to like want to do it. Like your setting being like, we're going to do, it's got like a Nazca-stylized theme to it. It's like, okay, airships and big monster things or what, whatever it is. It's like, yeah. okay, cool. I will make a specific warband or a specific thing for right. that, and or I like this one piece of media that is depicting that. Now, real quick, because I actually wanted to talk about it in mind, but... I think it, posing it as a question is is more interesting. If you, if I say, okay, Steve, make me a, a low fantasy warband. We're going to be playing low fantasy game. Yeah, two point I have it in my mind. Cool. So you come into this a half hour into the session. We go into a cave and you find a crashed spaceship with a gray alien in it. Does that bum you out? It depends. Uh, like little guy say- comes out and he's like. Beep, 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 with his little laser blaster. Yeah, I'd probably be pretty bummed. Yeah. Yeah. Because, but it depends though, because there's like sometimes where, like, for story narrative purposes, it can add to it. You say a gray alien? Yeah. Okay. That works works fine in my head canon because gray aliens are uh, more of a uh, temporal phenomenon and not an interstellar phenomenon. There we go. There we go. All right. 
I so think it's, it's how you describe it. As if you were yes. DMing the game, I was just about to say, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm like yeah. little gray guy, he yeah. he he. And then you see like, a Mark Twenty Two uh, pilot yeah. coming out <laughs> yes. in his overall. But if you're like, you see a, a craft that you're not really familiar with, right? Out of you know a hard you know, metal, right? Or, right. You know? One of the um, one of the books I grabbed when Evan and I were like spitballing stuff is the um, Baba Yaga's Dancing Hut. Mm. And spoiler for this fucking book from 30 years ago anyone um one of the layers is literally a miniature tokyo with a lizard person walking around knocking over buildings <laughs> in baba yaga's fucking hut in the middle of this like super gothic campaign and it's described so like you're saying like like you don't really know what it is but i feel like once players realize it's a godzilla like trope People would be like, "Oh, this is so stupid!" The, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Explain it again. So you know Baba Yaga? Yep, yep. I know the hut with the chicken legs. Yep, yep. yep. So there's, it's like this interdimensional. There's like f- layers upon layers and layers within so you're this going hut. Through floors, like yes, essentially. yeah, yeah. You go down like this. I don't know if it's an elevator or something, but you get to the next layer, and it's a miniature Tokyo. Yep. But you are like big. You're like bigger than so Godzilla. So you can see the little Yeah, city. yeah. So you would be like okay. Godzilla size, kaiju sized in this miniature Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like a lizard person knocking over buildings and stuff. Okay. And it's just one of the layers that's in this hut. There, okay. There's like okay. no explanation yeah, yeah. for it. But the way they describe it is like it's to like really like ease you into the description. They don't tell yeah, you yeah, it's yeah. Tokyo. It's like you see these structures. You're not sure what they are, but it looks like there's little windows in there and it's made out of metal you don't know. And I think that's silly. I think it's very silly. See that that so that's similar to uh, anyone ever read the Dark Tower? No, Dark Tower series. It's my mom's oh. favorite series, though. No, that's actually that's a weird series for my a mom, mom for a mom Stephen to be King. into. Yeah, <laughs> but it's also like not even. I mean, it's like his. It's like the series that like ties together all his work, but it's so not like it's not horror. But anyways, <laughs> that's that's one of the things that famously like you get to like it's like seven books. You get to the fifth book. And then there's just some silly bullshit like that, yeah. Where there's, it's just like, wow. It, the clown. I won't. Comes out. I won't spoil it. Well, no, 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 no. It's literally things from other IPs yeah. coming into his world. Oh, yeah, like, like real ready, ready Player One shit in the. Uh, I, I'm not gonna spoil it. Okay, but, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll spoil it off, Mike. Right, yeah. So to to go back to that, that would bum you out. And would it be like the lack of explanation, or just that? You... I think if you didn't explain it, it would make it okay. Yeah. I oh, think really? If you left it like very up for interpretation and didn't just mm-hmm. hand it out of what it was. Yeah, we're playing a miniatures game and I just pull out like a Toys R Us little spaceship. That I would be like, yeah, I slap it off the table. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought like those little like uh, like NASA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bobblehead. <laughs> yeah. Little yeah. gray alien <laughs> bobbing his head around. Yeah, if it was like an RPG or something and you left it to the interpretation of the players and you left it very open ended, it would be fine, yeah. I think. But the second you start hammering away, this is what this is. I go, oh, yeah, that's dumb, and I think this is stupid. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also a hater. I am a known hater. No, I mean you're definitely resident hater. But the, <laughs> I, I, I think I would be in the same way if I'm so ingrained in like. Well, actually, yeah. Phil, if you're playing in a low fantasy game, pre-industrial. Yep. And I have a fucking shotgun. Yeah, and your character opens a chest, and there's a fucking Mossberg 500 in it. What do you? <laughs> Is, is that like so? This so this is a game that I'm not the DM of. Correct. We're, oh, okay. we're playing D and D, and your character, who is a um, barbarian well, in the I, world, I is low fantasy. I, I wouldn't finds a shotgun. I wouldn't say anything, but you'd probably the DM would probably tell from the look on my face that I think that's fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
And it would, cool. would it rely on the explanation or solely from the fact that there is a shotgun now in your fantasy world? Um, I mean, I could probably headcanon it, head it enough to just be... Uh, <laughs> you just There's no it. other sign <laughs> of this being the future so far that it is yeah, no yeah, fan. Yeah. Like, you are, you are in fucking medieval times and this guy's got a fucking shotgun There's just now chest. a barbarian if you, if you, with a shotgun. If you can, if, yeah, I can, I can think of... All right, first off, this... Barbarian does not have the stats to wield a gun, I don't think. It but doesn't matter. The, you found he's it. using it like a club. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. it, I don't know. Man. Real planet of the apes. It's got it's got three rounds chambered and that's it. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't even understand it. Solid slug. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I might I might be I might be bummed. It would yeah. have I'm to, bummed. You could tell looking at me right now. I'm bummed <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> it would have to serve the purpose of that. The game would have to be so fucking good. Like like I don't even think the game like Army of that. Darkness yeah, is an example that comes to mind where like Ash obviously goes back and has a shotgun and well, I love Army but there's of re- there's a, exactly. there is a straight reason of it why that like, exists it is so I'm not I wouldn't say soundly per- perfect as far as like but he's he's there for a reason he's got that for a reason right but if he if if somebody if that movie was made and that you know just a medieval movie and they found the shotgun and you know Ash stuff. And just like put it on and knew how to use it. Yeah. And it didn't serve the plot other than that, then it would suck. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. that in my head, I think could be it, cool of you're in this fantasy setting and there's a fucking guy who's a fucking nutter that you're like interacting with and he has all this weird stuff you don't really understand in his hut. And then like it's an AK. Yeah. Straight pistol up. And it's <laughs> like he was a time traveler and like but you to, can't uh, comprehend that. Not to derail too hard, but has anyone ever seen the. Uh, the old Army of Darkness Empire Army. It's like in an old White Dwarf magazine. No, but that's no. Cool. I yeah, have someone vague, did it. Vague some, recollection. Yeah, someone this. did like a whole like Empire Army of just Army of Darkness. It's got like fucking Ash. I think he has like Evil a, Ash. Ash with the fucking chainsaw arm. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, it's pretty wild. That's cool. Yeah. Sorry to derail. No, that's funny. I'm looking. <laughs> Actually, it up. Google crazy. it. Yeah, Army of Darkness Warhammer. Um, Army. I forgot who said it, but if. If the implication of just, or if like you find a shotgun and it's just a shotgun, just haha, it's here, mm-hmm. but it has no story, yeah, yeah, <laughs> reasoning yeah. for being there. Well, I could see that being like, okay, this is stupid. Fuck like, you. On, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bar- barbarian does not need a shotgun. Yeah. But like, if it was like bread trails to lead into like crazy time traveler guy, yeah, in like the woods, said, it, yeah. there is a guy that has a fucking a cool hut on the outskirts of town. People think he's crazy, but he's got it's filled with like microwaves and yeah. shit from like Tesla <laughs> coils all the way to like he's a fucking tank modern in the background yeah. in the lake <laughs> and like and that is the idea like that's where you're getting to it's like the crazy wizard isn't a wizard he just knows how to fucking like he has gunpowder he has batteries yeah like yeah you know like that's <laughs> yeah, he's like, actually he has not a taser a yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that in and of itself is a cool one shot now that leads into my my next thought though is would something like that I mean especially in movies right if you're going into a movie like uh, the Stone Age uh, horror movie that's like being shown right now, I forgot the name. Oh, of it, yeah, but yeah. it looks something sick. about darkness. If that twist happened in that movie and it wasn't shown at all in the trailer, would that bum you out? I'm looking at Phil. Yeah, probably. Like it Not, ends up being. You know, it, uh, wouldn't, <laughs> it wouldn't. Um, it wouldn't necessarily ruin my opinion of it. Is it like a good movie or not? But I would definitely feel like. It's a cheap trick. And if you saw a shotgun in the trailer just for a second. Would I would I have still wanted to go see the movie? Well, yeah. It's, if you had enough interest to see <laughs> it, would it still bum you out? In the trailer? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would be much less interested in the movie. 
because that's like kind of what you were saying. Like, yeah. I feel like a rule zero for like if we're just making this whole conversation role playing games now. But yeah, it's yeah. like in that context, okay, yeah, maybe we're gonna get into this weird thing. I think people would be a lot more inclined to be like, yeah, okay, sure. sure. But I could totally see just pulling the fucking. Well, I think they did that with that Adam Driver versus Dinosaurs movie. I think that's what it's called. It's Adam Driver versus Dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. <laughs> um, but uh, I think they did that. It's as like, like thirty-six wanna, million or whatever the fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it too much. Wait, but what did listen, they do? This is just going to be the spoiler. I episode. think uh, nothing is safe. The yeah, dog so dies like, at the end. The whole idea is that like it's this guy and this girl, I think, <laughs> and they're fighting against like dinosaurs, right? Yeah. But like, just turns out that like in the movie they're just from space. And they come to Earth and they fight, you know, dinosaurs. Oh, so you, there's no the, whole, the whole time that, that you you think they're time think travelers or something? or something. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, time travelers or, or like or they're just like people that were on. They're just from a more yeah, advanced no, civilization. Yeah, yeah. And but, they come uh, to Earth. But I'm pretty sure, like in the beginning of the movie, they're like, and we're from space and on Earth, and it's like, oh, okay, that's didn't really. Tell oh, us they about. just do a. Yeah. <laughs> they do like a silly explanation. I mean, I'm also. I've never seen it. I've only listened to like a two minute video. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's uh, that's that. <laughs> Are you able to expound on your uh, your preferences? Um, Is there anything yeah. else you want to add to it? I love nothing more when it comes to in what I consider, you know, fantasy. I love 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 low fantasy. I love playing characters that are if if I'm role playing, I love playing characters that are just like loser everyday soldiers or just people or like not, they're never special. You know? You've read yeah. the Black Company, right? No. Oh, you got to. You told it. me about it. You got to yeah. read it. Um, everyone's a shitter. It, yeah, like that, so that's what I want out of like fantasies. Like I, when I see a wizard, I want it to be like holy fuck. It's like it's like seeing a space marine for yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like holy shit, they exist. Like that's real. It's not just yeah, a statue. Yeah, yeah. Right. See, that's my my take every time I play D and D. I'm like, I want it to be a low s- yeah. setting, and then someone's like, I'm playing a wizard. I'm like, you better be the coolest. You better, dude. yeah. You're not gonna see another fucking wizard yeah. around, bro. One of, one of my favorite, uh, um, sort of like. Uh, What's the the word when you're explaining exposition? Mm-hmm. One of my favorite like exposition like passages in like one of the um, like books in A Song of Ice and Fire is talking about like people living in like remote areas. Even just like the Lord of their area coming through is like seeing a fucking cryptid. Yeah. It's like seeing yeah. an angel. Yeah, you like, see it Ned doesn't Stark, even have to, it doesn't even fucking... yeah it doesn't even have to be like a wizard. It's just like holy it's some fuck. gross inbred freak. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you gotta think how far spread a territory is. Like a guy on yeah. the outskirts in a homestead is like. He's never he's never been to the major city, yeah. like let alone yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. see he's, Ned Stark. He doesn't have shoes. He's just walking around his dirty little feet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. No hey. man. That's, so yeah, that's that's always my go to for that. Like that's my big preference is like low fantasy. Same for sci fi. Like it, even if it's a sci fi world or you know whatever, I want like very grounded characters that are experiencing things as because I'm a dumb audience member, right? So yeah. like I want. To follow like the the you know the Luke Skywalker path of like experiences for the first time you know expositionally, but I don't have anything against high fantasy. Like I'd gladly play a high fantasy game and have yeah. fun and enjoy it and like you know have a massive wizard battle and fight like three Balrogs and whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just grimy, gross people. Like just yucky. Yeah, just shithead. To me, the same yeah. difference. Yeah, I like any level of fantasy. But a world that I really want to get lost in yeah. and, and see every corner of is a, a low fantasy world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which I, I don't know. I, I always think like even with games, like uh, like Last War is kind of cool in that regard because you can you just personally like I played like a pretty like you know historical based warband for our campaign, mm-hmm. but they had like weird shit on you know right right. But 
like in my mind, I'm like, okay, these are guys that are using everything around them. None of them are mutated. None of them are special. Yep. They're just gross freaks. And then I, the first game I played with Terry was like fighting like an angel. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh, this is, this is sweet. <laughs> like, right, you know, right. like, so. Uh, yeah. Throwing your guys into the chaos. Yeah, literally. Like, yeah. Like using Terry's guys is like just bait to get out of the, out of the right, way. Right, like, right. Um, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's fun. Um, I have like a kit bash idea in my mind now for the Forbidden Song game, and I want to go do it now. And it's really hard to sit here. We have to end the episode now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, well, the rules are gonna be public, so everyone I don't can... give a fuck about the rules. I give a fuck about my little guys. I care about the toys. I care about the toys. Well, I mean, like the world and everything, the setting, oh. so everyone can make little weird so I guys. Should wait. For it. Okay. No, I mean, we'll no, I'll wait. I can leak it. You know, yeah, thank you. We'll Just for you. <laughs> um. Do we have questions from the hive? How about we pose a question? Uh, yeah, Tyler, do I you got a question? Hold on, hold on. We got to do the thing. Now. All right. Um, Tyler, you're going to do the thing. You're Mike 3. Yeah. I th- still? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Questions from the hive. Wow. That was so much that better was than so Paul's. M- that was way oh. better than Paul's. <laughs> uh, Phil, you have a question you want to ask Tyler? Oh, do I? Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Hold on. Lay it on me. So, this uh, this actually comes from Paul. Tyler is all right at painting. Switched to a black background for Instagram photos shortly after Grim Richmond. The vociferous output since has taken on a more dark and mature tone. 28 enthusiasts are referring to the current season as the Dark Tyler period. Does the artist <laughs> have any comment? Uh, no, I'm not allowed to speak on this. Um, <laughs> I was told not to talk. No, I... Uh, Truth be told, I just suck at taking photos, and uh, I've always preferred uh, miniatures on black backgrounds, A, because I think white can potentially, uh, I mean, in my case, uh, take a lot of, like, ruin a lot of, like, the lighter tones and kind of blend into the background a little bit, and on black, it pops a little more for me, Um, but I really just learned how to do it. (laughs) Like, I I talked to Mike more in person about it, because I punished him a few times, in you know our, our last couple of years of friendship, and it's like, hey man, how do you do that? And like, but I think I finally just figured out how to do it well enough to a point where it, I thought it looked good enough to post. Um, yeah. I think models look better on a black. Yeah, yeah pho- photographing miniatures is it's, it's a hobby in it's, itself. It's yeah, stupid. dude, I think it's it's, yeah, it's, it's harder it's, to me have, than painting them. I have so many models that are and the thing is the uh, I've yep. never t- taken a photo of them. Yeah, the uh, the um. The rush you get from looking at a finished model is like one million times better than looking at a photo you've taken mm-hmm. of it. So I, I like feel nothing. Oh, I, yeah. I don't post almost anything yeah. that I paint ever. Yeah, man. I uh, and especially like a lot of the white ones I was doing. Well, everything up until you know, half a year ago. Uh, like a lot of my Bretonians, like they never came out nice. Like the like the whites of like their clothing or like. Doesn't contrast enough with yeah, the background. Or to blend back. Or like a lot of my work in progress is where the big problems where like I'd post like a gray mini or like a primed yeah, mini. Yeah. And the prime minis would just like the a spear would just like go like vanish in white right, background. Right. Um like there's obviously problems with black backgrounds and stuff. I think it can be distracting and I think it can be um uh like, so, like some folks like really like bring down the contrast to a point where like you're just seeing like like bits and bops only of the, mini, the highlights which is, of the mini i mean artistically sick right someone um, scolded me for a posting a mini with too much contrast where they're like are you gonna post a photo of it with a better background and better lighting and i'm like, like no. no i'm gonna kill you <laughs> <No. now." laughs> yeah 
I'll just throw it out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to step on this toy now. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's the reason. Damn, it's good, well, good question. Kudos, kudos to Dark Tyler for earnestly answering a stupid joke question. Yeah, man. Um, Add it to the list of names, man. A question I have for you that you may hate. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and you may God hate me it. for asking. Yeah. Um, without getting into the problematic side of historical war gaming, mm-hmm. do you see yourself getting into that? Um, being more than an enthusiast into like uh, into historical or things, are, you, are or? you keeping your hobbies separate? Oh no, yeah. I, uh, you, would you think that they? I'm into it, and I've been into it for two decades. I just don't post about it, talk about it. I haven't done any historical minis uh, for a hot minute until um, Paul and I were just we're just going back and forth with silly little. We got like 14 time periods now we want to. Um, so I actually just started painting some, like I said, those Wild West people. Yep. Every once in a while, I would do like a Visigoth or like a Gaul or something like that, just to like. I, I used it as an outlet a lot to um, instead of like reproducing an entire suit of clothing, because I do that sometimes just for fun. Like, I'll, like I did like a Napoleonic um, uh, Prussian uniform, like head to toe, mm-hmm. as accurately as possible. In my mind, I was like, I could just paint one of these. It kind of scratches the same edge. I'm doing the same research, right? I'm just not spending you know eighty hours something a fucking coat, yeah. yeah. You would um, you would look up the color of a button rather than research where the mm, button was manufactured. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Came from, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I'm I am finding myself getting back into it. Like I've got some Civil War guys now primed that I'm going to do like you know stupidly you know researched and stuff. But uh, as far as like I don't see it surpassing or overtaking my fantasy and sci-fi right. stuff. Um, I, well, I more ask because do you see crossover with? Oh yeah. Like, like a lot of like people that are doing this with you are into historical war gaming or the people who do histor- history versus yeah, you know, yeah. oh I gotcha I gotcha yeah um so the person the people I used like, to like can you bring someone into the fold of y- war gaming that usually, you would be out in the trenches with not a few have like asked me about it um a lot of, <laughs> so some people are just like that's ah, a cool hobby whatever they're not yeah. really into it um. I guess some of my war gaming specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone yeah. who is reenacting Sorry, with you yeah. for a full Sorry. weekend <laughs> is then saying war gaming is cool or whatever. Yeah, yeah they're, they're like, I just don't have time. A lot of it's like, I don't have time for oh, it. Oh, okay. Um, but I thought they were like shit talking it. And I'm like, bro, you're doing oh, some it. Of, some of you're do. LARPing right now. Yeah. And you're <laughs> legit. Like some of my friends are like, they call them my little orcs and my, my whatever, you know, like uh, some of my, my best friends your in that little group. toys. They're like, yeah, you know, you're, you're paint your little orcs or whatever. I'm like, motherfucker, you're dressed. <laughs> As a sergeant from 160 years ago, yeah, yeah, like you know, <laughs> right? You lose. Who are you <laughs> yourself? Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, so like some of my friends have gotten into it uh, through that world of just like you know overall nerd bullshit, right? Um, I've actually found more people that already paint or like are into like Warhammer or whatever or had been. Um, I'll post something and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I used to do that." And they're like, you know, next event they'll be like, "Dude." I used to I played Warhammer like in '88, and then I stopped because no one wanted to. I'm like, well, if you ever want to, yeah, you know, do any weird or shit, sell me it's your model. more popular <laughs> than ever. So um, I think I was telling one of you guys that. Uh, so a friend of mine who is like a well-respected Revolutionary War historian. Um, he he's like he has uh, he's an actual marine biologist in real life. Like he is a professor. He's uh, he's crazy smart. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in the Rev War field, like really really respected. He uh, he hit me up a couple months ago and was like. Hey man, I uh, I saw you posted more time stuff. I used to 
really want to get into that. I used to play like Warhammer in the nineties, early nineties and stuff. And like around when Mordheim came out is when I quit. Um, so now he's like commissioning me to like do all sorts of shit. He's like, actually yesterday he was like, he texted me. He was like, uh, uh, you've heard of this Nemo group. And I was like, oh, it's just like it's my friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like you can just come hang out whenever you want. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that so, rocks. Yeah. He's in Rhode Island. So maybe one day, um, I would love to hang out with a marine biologist. Uh, yeah, just really blast him with questions. Just really <laughs> annoy him while he's trying to paint little toys. <laughs> going going from our main topic, if you had a full period specific army that you're playing, and you get sat across from someone that has crab claws in their army, does that bum you out? Oh shit! <laughs> like, dude, I am so apathetic when it comes to games in general like as long as i'd actually be more excited to see that than if someone were to like just like have like ultramarines across and be painted how they should quote unquote should be painted yeah fighting like you know 1812 prussians or something i'd be right, like right. i'd be like how oh, fucking ultramarines but if they have like crab claw ultramarines i'm like eh, that's kind of cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i don't care man like as long as the shit i'm doing is what i want like my opponents and people they can have their minis whatever. yeah it's funny you say that because uh, I mean, you're talking about your last war guys being yeah. basically historically accurate, and my last war guys uh, had crab claws. Lunatic. Yes, yeah. 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 yeah, you yeah. and Gabe uh, Niall Nelly had yeah. uh, just insane fucking weirdo. Which, in my mind, like that is so sick. Because I didn't even think about that when I right. with right. last war. I was like, oh, World War One apocalypse, all the scary things are the monsters. I'm like, oh, the scary things can be like the war bands too. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. War is hell, as they say. Crab claws, man. I I got one more question. Yeah, we can have three more. Tyler, this has been a question that has been posed across the podcast. What kind of war gamer are you? I'd just say what kind of gamer in general. Yeah, gamer in general. Um, I want nothing more. Truly, this I'm not this isn't a bit. I want nothing more than my opponent to have fun. And if that means that my uh if like one of my if it makes sense that one of my regiments like flees, but they don't quote unquote, you know, the dice don't say they flee, but I'm like I'm like, like, like blurs, for example, like I love how he plays because it's so narrative. I'd much rather play a 30 minute narrative game where my guy, I just get absolutely hosed than play like right like two hours. Like we, I mean, we all know, like we're all in the same boat. Like we're not going to punish each other. And if it is, it's, a, it's like about cool stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm not competitive in the sense that like, I don't want to, I do not need to win. I'd rather lose, you know, if, if it's more fun. Say, uh, no pun intended. Historically, when we play. Yeah. You are always the player to go. Uh, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm like a half inch short, and he's like, fucking do no, it. you would fucking do it. Yeah. That guy would jump. Like, absolutely, he would do that thing. Yeah, and and that it always stands out in every game we play. Yeah, when we played against your uh, your lovely fiance, my fiance, she oh, was uh, she was trying to make decisions. You're like, would that guy do that? Would he charge that urukai? And she's like, well, yeah. And then I'm like, well, then do it. Yeah, do it <laughs> yeah. And she came out with like that was her first real like war gaming experience. Right, right. Um, and she came out of that. She was like, Gage is so fucking. That was so cool. Gage was so cool. Like. Like, you know, a it, lot it of people say that. It, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, I should marry him instead. And oh, I was like, what did she say about me? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that guy on the couch was cool too. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but like that, that made it for her. Because if, if you and I were like, oh, Nadia, that was like, you know, he's half inch away. So you got to stop there. Yeah. Next mm, turn, you can yeah. charge. It's like, no, because your, your Urkai's going to house her little guy. And then she's going to get, she's like, no, nah, that wasn't fun. Right. <laughs> you know? but, Which, truth be told. That was the only model that fell out of my yeah. warband was oh, the Urukai. She's got that. She's so with pride. She, yeah, she mentions that <laughs> whenever we bring it up. She's like, "I did kill the uh, biggest model on the table. <laughs> no big deal." Yeah. Um. 
yeah, man, I just have fun. Like, be cool. Like, paint your fucking models, show up to something, and don't be a loser. And that's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's a hard ask. Yeah. It, it, it fucking is, too. It's like the, the chart where it's like circle two. Yeah, yeah. You can only have two out of the Paint three. Paint your models, be a loser. <laughs> don't be fu- too so weird. Yeah. Like, like, it's like, but uh, yeah, or just be cool, weird man. Like I don't know. Yeah, if yeah. you want to just talk to me about like dragons the whole game, even though we're playing Lord of the Rings or whatever, just like do it. But like, yeah, have fun. Like, <laughs> right, right. While editing, we're editing last episode right now. But uh, I think TMP Matt says uh, having uh, you can be trying to win, but like. Uh, having fun doesn't mean winning. Yes, and I was just like, exactly. Wow, yeah. That's a, like like uh, Nemo, having for example, fun is winning. Yes. Wow, <laughs> that was so heartfelt, Steve. So like Nemo, I won all three of my games at Nemo, which was all right, insane. Yeah, um, I actually should have won the. No, I'm um, <laughs> no, no, but like, so I I did pretty well. I mean, I got lucky as shit the first two of them, but mm-hmm. um, like in my mind, I was like, okay, like this young blood. He's trying to prove it, you know, this little Reichlander. So, of course, he's going to charge this, yeah. you know, this scaven, big badass guy. Right. Just gets absolutely killed, you know, yeah. like that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, like, I just happened to have won that game. But if I had lost that game, too, I would have had the same amount of fun. Right. I'd probably more weird stone. <laughs> you yeah. Know, like, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I don't know, man. It's it's one of those things that it seems so simple to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a very one-track brain. Like, you know, like with Steve and I with painting and stuff like that. It's like once I'm doing something, I'm doing it. But and I try I don't really deviate. Like my interests haven't changed since I was six. Like, right. I start I bought my or I got my first ghoul blister when I was six. Haven't looked back, got into history back then, you know. Um right, right. so yeah, and it's always my thing. It's like we're just playing with army men on the floor with Jenga blocks. It's yeah. just cool as shit now. Right. You know, so more expensive yeah. army men and cooler Jenga blocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, where do you think, where, where do you want to take the hobby this year? Where do you, what's on the horizon for Tyler is all right at painting. I I want, uh, so I, I want personally, I want my hobby to just like, I want to keep just doing stuff and not get bogged down two or three times a year. I just like stop for a month and Mm -hmm. for, you know, cause life happens and everything everything happens. But, uh, I also want to like, I just like encouraging folks to just do shit like just, <laughs> just, just do shit. Like right, right. Tyler's if, pretty good at painting. Yeah, you know. Yeah, maybe a male change it. No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I don't know. Like, uh, like Durzen was he like text or messaged? No, what do you do? They didn't directly talk to me at all. He posted today. <laughs> he posted today about like just his, a parasocial relationship photo. in your head. And I was like, I was like, do this, do this. No, he uh, he posted a uh, Instagram thing today and was like, hey man, like or like like hey, how do I fix this light thing or like camera? What am I doing? Give me some, and I like send him like some like, you know, unrequested advice for me, just about like what I do with when I take photos, right? Um, and that was sick, and like he, and then he tried it, and like they, you know, got it closer to what he wanted. And I was like, fucking cool, like I don't know, like I'm definitely not the best at anything I do, um, but I like the idea that like if I can like give someone some advice, and it maybe not even like directly helps them, but like it gets them to a point where they're like, oh, maybe I should do this instead. Right, right. You know, so just being part of a, I just like being part of the community mm-hmm. more than anything and like helping where I can or doing what I can. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like like having you guys around is just like also extremely helpful because I can be like, oh, I have like, I actually have games to paint things right, for now. Right, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Whereas so, before it'd be like an orc. One yeah. thing we, I think we, 
I don't even want to say we glossed over. I don't think we mentioned it at all. Is that you are the winner of the King of the Kit Bash? Right? Oh yeah, that's uh, true. Do you do you, you have a trophy. You do have a trophy. Mm-hmm. Is it on your mantle? Uh, yeah, it's it's my it's my room uh, in my hobby room. So it's next to a bunch of other cool shit. Oh, all those right. other trophies. All the other trophies you won. <laughs> yeah, all my uh, best. Are you, are you are you gonna paint it? <laughs> um, yeah. So I I fixed it. So I it was broken. So, no, no, no. Uh, I oh. forgot to add like a. a pauldron on one of the oh, arms your, your kit bash. yeah my actual kit bash. i thought you were talking about the trophy no 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 no, no. I'm like what <laughs> no that, that's, that's cool that's perfect and i yeah. and i will not paint that um but yeah so i i, I like finish quote unquote finish my kit bash so i'll probably paint that the trophy is just so sick i'm never gonna touch it paint yeah. the little i'm gonna i might yeah. i might make a little mold of the goblin you should we have masters at the studio shout out oh, yeah, ramshackle yeah. for that so never mind we can recast as many as you yeah want. i won't do that never mind. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but yeah that was sick i mean that was like also you know no, I've really knowing you guys for like just over a year at this point, um, which is insane to me. But like having like the community vote on my stupid little toy, I spent you know I voted a for half it. hour on. Thank you. It was really cool. Thank you. Though. Like that, it means it, like, it means so much that like you know like Kate's was crazy, Plorsis was crazy, everyone's was so good. Uh, so yeah, it, it meant a lot to me to to get that little award. It reminded me of the Horus. On the staircase yeah. model, and that's I think why I voted yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah, it's the only one that was a vignette. Yeah, what can I say? I don't remember <laughs> who I even voted for. Danny was also one of my votes. Yeah, yeah. She thought it sucked. I thought it was nice. I, you know, I voted for Danny too. Yeah, she's not as number one, but <laughs> <laughs> so of course you you voted for Danny, and she goes, "Well, it's only my friends that voted for me." <laughs> <laughs> she got a lot of votes. Uh, I mean the. The fantastic drama of you taking the win from Paul. Dude. Listen, there were a lot of miscounts that weekend, so it's it's possible. There there were no miscounts on the. Let me, uh, let me the say this: if you, you, if you recount and you change it, I shit. <laughs> he ain't getting the trophy though. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, I'll cast him a new trophy. Yeah, no, I'm no, have the fucking trophy. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, no other ho- uh, hobby projects. You think you're you're dying to get into? No full armies, no nothing. Uh... Like, I mean, I want, I really want this to be the year I actively get a thousand points of Bretonians painted. Just right yeah, um, which I'm close. I mean, I've got a lot. I've got a lot to paint, but I'll probably Do you have like, a thousand of the uh, OPR because that counts. Probably actually that counts. I, well, actually, no. I I did the math. I think if I finish, because uh, there's six uh, guys in each mounted group, right? In OPR, yeah, it's like no, it's, it's like five, six or five. Yeah, five. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Um, so almost got enough knights for a unit of those, and I want to get like squires finished. So I got need three more squires. Then I'm good to go for that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've got a, I literally have a million projects. Have you have you played a lot of like rank and flank fantasy battle that sort of stuff? Not a lot of. So when I was a kid, I quote unquote played yeah. fifth edition. A I mean, lot. same. I yeah, you know, played like, like one or two games of a few different editions. Yeah, and then eighth, I played a bunch. Yeah, and yeah. then it, it died. <laughs> it, that's kind of it. And like, I played more rank and flank, like historical shit than yeah. anything. Um, so How different is it? It's not really. I mean, the, the, you're you're the, my only contact put kind clouds world. down every the, time you see yeah. 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 The people. The, the cool thing is, is like Rick Priestley and the, like the, the guys who were like doing that era of Warhammer, eighties and nineties, all came from the historical world anyway. Yeah, and they still play to this. I mean, like the Perrys are constantly posting pictures of them with like. Rick Priestley, and they're just like blasting out some like obscure Napoleonic battle, you know. Right, and I'm like, right. this is so fucking cool, man. Yeah, like, yeah. um, it's not much different. Like, we'll have to bring you to the um historical 
area it's at so Adepticon. Honestly, you won't be scandalized by it, obviously, because you come from that world. But just like old guys just wearing like oh, costumes while bro. they're playing. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, it's it's a, a, a separate hotel, kind of across the street. Yeah, they Tyler keep they keep them separated from man. everyone yeah. else. Yeah, like wow, come on, man. <laughs> no, they were playing. I remember there was some big Napoleonic game happening on the like the vendor floor. I don't remember. Yeah, that. yeah, oh yeah. But I mean, that's the thing. No one's doing bigger battles than them. No, and it's crazy. It's like they're doing like apocalypse size shit yeah. on the regular every day. Every yeah. it's like it's like oh, this is an easy twelve hour game. Yeah, like yeah. we're playing I, on Saturday. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> yeah, get um, here for 8 a.m. There'll be bagels, and we're going to finish maybe that by dinner. That sick. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy, man. And a lot of those guys are having their armies, like, like painted by their people. Like, they're commissioning armies to be painted. Like, they're, the hobby for them is being a general or a colonel. Right, right. Or oh, yeah, they don't care too much about doing yeah. the painting themselves. It's, it's like as long as, like, the pom-poms are correct on this regiment and this flank company has, like, the right, like, shoulder epaulets, then, like... John, I'm just picturing yeah. some old guy just red-faced at his desk because <laughs> the guy he commissioned, like, painted something the wrong color. I'm sure oh, that that's happened, cool. Man. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's a wild world. I remember more apocalypse games. That's what I want. I remember I, walking dude, I in... I thought the community hates games that take more than, like, an hour. I think making a day of it is... Yeah. Yeah, I mean idea. you have to. I love big. If it was our crew, games. I think it'd be fun. If I like went to a random place and had to f- play a game with seven yeah, other people, push our two tables together, dude. Straight up, put the two tables together, do a siege mission with the castle. Oh, we have, yeah, 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 yeah. We're talking about forever. Yeah, I, I the want. Castle's it. like ninety percent done now. That's all I want. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Get all the models on the tables. Have to be painted. Yeah. And if it's and if it sucks and it's not fun, we'll take like cool pictures and pretend we played yes. and lie to our friends. We just keep moving the models in manners <laughs> yeah, of like, yeah, exactly. that that happened. Yeah, get a picture of me with my hand on my forehead, and be like, oh, and Tyler's army got really hit by Steve's role. Yeah, it's like, yeah, okay, sure. Um, I don't know. <laughs> toys are fucking sick, dude. Toys are cool. Toys are sick. toys. Well, folks, that's all we got. Hope you love toys as much as we do. We're gonna go play with toys. I love toys. Thanks, Tyler. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for checking out this episode of Hive Scum. If you aren't already part of the community, check us out at the In Rust We Trust Discord, which you can find down in the description below. If you have questions you'd like to ask us, you can find our Instagrams down below as well. Or feel free to ask away on the Discord. We also have plenty of extra content and other perks available to our patrons on patreon so if you're interested in helping us keep doing what we're doing then you can find that description below as well until next time folks keep it grim dark and keep it grimy peace